Welcome to the State of Men. I'm Aiden Dowling. And I'm Mike Watts. And in today's episode, we're going to do a little mini episode, and we're going to kind of introduce you to some of the language that uh, you'll be hearing on this podcast, and you may have already heard. Mike and I were discussing, actually Mike brought up, hey, there's a lot of things you said that I don't fully 100% feel like I know exactly what they are, which means maybe some of our listeners don't either. Um, so today we're going to just kind of go through, again, some of these, some of the language that maybe you're unfamiliar with, maybe you are familiar with, which would be awesome. Um, but honestly, I mean, some of these words, they're mostly LGBT, they are LGBTQAI plus words. Um, that honestly, I mean, I'm still learning. The community is constantly growing and expanding and language is changing. Um, and so felt like it was important to bring you guys along with us. Agree. You agree. Right. Yes. I'm wearing I a good shirt for this. Um, <laughs> anybody who's watching, I didn't plan this. Um, but so I do. I guess- I'll just, I'll just add to, I think sometimes what I notice with words, um, and definitions that we are going to go through, especially people that are not directly in the LGBTQIA community Mm-hmm. Is that it's like, wait, what happened here? Like we've added, you know, first it was just like LGBTQ, right? It was like the alpha and then it added a couple more letters and definitions of what those were. So I think right. as I'm learning all of these as well, it's evolving. And so did I say that right? Evolving? Evolving. Yeah. My pronunciation <laughs> is not always the best. So I have to check myself. Um I I think it's something where it's just something we have to notice in ourselves to be like, oh, well, that's it could be like, oh, that's strange. Like what kind of reaction we get when we hear a language definition change mm-hmm. and just to notice that it is a place that we're growing as humans. And that's what we're here to do. And it's not just because of this community, right? Across all humans, language is always changing. Words meet different definitions here in the United States than they do in mm-hmm. all Every other country around the world, for that matter, you know, Trevor Noah has a great comedy bit on just how the N-word is used inside of South Africa versus how it is here, right? Mm. It's like out there, it's like saying your buddy, what's up, bro, you know, type thing. So it's it's just how definitions and language is changing around the world and respecting it, I guess, where, where if we travel to new places, if we go to new places, respect what the language is there and as we bring it back to here. So for me, it's helpful because terms have changed since, you know, I've been alive. So it's, it's just listening to how that's evolving and then realizing, oh, oh, we, we, this is what this means now versus what it meant back then. Yeah, exactly. And I think also, it you know, language is different even for the person using it, right? So like, yes. there's certain words that like, I would, as a transgender LGBTQ person would say would be okay, there'd be language that Mike would say, you know, towards LGBT people that wouldn't be okay. Um, so I think just recognizing also, like, is this a word that I'm that I that I actually should use because I'm within the community? Um, or is this a word that I probably shouldn't be using? Now, I will not be going over any of the words that you should not be using. <laughs> so we're going to stick to the ones that are okay. Who, me to or use. just the listeners? 
Anybody in general, pretty okay. much. So, I Got mean, it. anybody who's, well, our first word I'll go with is cisgender, which means cisgender just means that you were born a specific sex and you identify as that. So, Mike, you're cisgender because you were born a male and you identify as a male. I am not cisgender because I was born a female, but I identify as a male. So, if you're cisgender, you know, you can use all of these words. Don't, you know, be afraid. I think that's the other thing I want to point out also is that it's like the words are evolving. So it's okay if you don't know what they are, because like, seriously, there's like 15 year old queer kids who come up to me and tell me a word. And I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Like I should probably Google it or they'll tell me what it means. So it's, it's all evolving. It's constantly evolving. Um, it's not something new and I'm, I'm learning all the time also. So, um, so yeah, so cisgender is something that you'll hear us talk a lot about. And then like, Mike, do you, do you know what LGBTQAI plus stands for? I should write this out. I like this quote. <laughs> L-G-B-T-Q-I-A. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, intersex, and what's the A? I don't know what the A is. So the A is, it's kind of a trick question. So the A has been changing. So, and the Q has been changing also. So this is a great topic. So A used to stand for ally. It used to be LGBTQA. And Q was not queer. Q was questioning. And A was ally. But now things have changed, right? So now Q means queer. And A can sometimes mean ally, and it can also mean asexual. Okay. So asexual, if you're un, do you know what asexual is? No, for some reason, it's, it's like, fine. there is no, I don't know. What's coming to me is that you're not identifying as a male or female. No, so I don't know what asexual nope. means. <laughs> uh, so asexual means when you just don't have much sexual attraction to begin with. So you're not necessarily, you know, you don't, it's not that you don't ever have sex or that you're not ever interested in sex. It's just, it's really not on your agenda. Like your so agenda you is- you don't have a desire to have sex? A desire to have sex or romantic relationships. Okay. So asexual means like I'm asexual, like I'm not, you know, really here to partner up with anybody. I'm just, I'm good by myself. Right. Now I want to caveat that with that does not mean that they never have sex. It doesn't mean that they never get in relationships. It just means it's like, it's just not something that they are really interested in and have a desire to have. So you can be asexual and have sex just doesn't mean it's like really something you're really out there looking for. So, um, so, and then the plus pretty much, I mean, the other thing is that L there's LGBTQ, LGBTQAI plus there's LGBTQAI2. There's a lot of different acronym, uh, different words that we'll put into this acronym, depending on who you're speaking to. So if you hear something that like sounds a little different, it's probably a real thing. It's just not one that I use all the time. So it all really depends. Um, I think usually if you have somebody who falls under the plus um, that is not a highlighted letter, they will add their letter to the end, which makes a lot of sense because, you know, they want to feel included and not just a plus sign. So, um, again, that can change 
a little bit back and forth. So sticking on the acronym, yes, let L is for, I feel like most people know what LGBT is, right? So lesbian, gay, transgender, and then and bisexual. Um, so with that, I want to talk about the difference since we're talking about sexuality. I want to talk a little bit about the difference between sexuality and gender identity. So I always use this term. I did not coin this term. I have no idea who said I've been hearing it for years, but I love it. So sexuality is who you go to bed with and, and gender identity is who you go to bed as. So are you going to bed as a man who is having sex with other men? Are you going to bed as a woman who's having sex with men? Are you going to bed with a woman who's having sex with women? And we can fill in all of the blanks. So gender identity is how you live and are perceived, not just internally by your, like how you perceive yourself, but how society perceives you. So we have male, we have female, we've have uh, non-binary. Non-binary is that is not necessarily in between male and female. It's just neither male nor female, which I think is also something that a lot of people get confused with. Um, so I always, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a heavy conversation going on right now about the difference between gender and sex, especially as we learn that sex, meaning how you were born, like male and female, mm -hmm. is not it's not clean cut. It's not just like, oh, you have a penis, you're a man. Oh, you have a vagina, you're a female. Like, you know, uh, especially because intersex, I think intersex people, meaning that they have a some They're type of- with both parts, right? Like male so parts, that female is, parts? So that's a misconception. So intersex is, and also- it depends on what you mean by parts. So I think most True. people think about, oh, well, you must have a penis and a vagina or some type of combination of that when that's actually not true. Most intersex people have fully functioning either vaginas or penises, but it's a lot of times it's their internal gonads. So maybe they have a penis, but then they also have a partial uterus or partial, uh, or maybe they have ovaries, or maybe they have a vagina, but then they have a gonads that never drop down to form a ball sack. So they have not, they don't have quite, you know, their, their intersex pretty much. I mean, that's the word for that. So this can show up in all different combinations. I mean, just think of a penis and a vagina and just start swapping all the different, mm. and don't just think of the outside, right? It's not just the external, it's lots of the internal stuff. Um, and so intersex, I believe is, so I'm not intersex, so I, I don't have, I'm not like the highest of educated on intersex, but I have intersex friends, they're within, the, some of them identify within the LGBTQ community, some of them don't also something to recognize um so can you expand on that a little bit does it, that just mean like i don't want to participate like what what yeah 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 what, what does that so, mean because if yeah go ahead right i will happily explain and I also want to say we're going to dive like a little bit into the weeds here so like if you get lost like it's fine it's fine it is confusing it can be yeah. confusing rather and identity i think we just have to remember that Identity is very different. There's two types of identity. There's how you identify and then how others identify you. So 
one good example is like some people have been like, oh, like you're kind of a jock, right? And I'm like, I don't identify as a jock, but these other people see me in some type of jockey fashion. So whether or not I identify that way, they're categorizing me that way. Because you wear the so red shoes. In, that's why. Yeah, it's my red space shoes. That's gives, right. Gives it all. <laughs> gives it all away. <laughs> um, <laughs> you I love, love those shoes. I love to get shoes. you a pair. Yeah, to get you a pair. They're boxing um, shoes, aren't they? Boxing shoes or wrestling shoes? Uh, yeah, technically they are. Yeah, yep. yeah, because they have like yeah. the flat foot. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so, starting boxing when we go to Miami, so it makes sense. Oh, okay. There we go. Back at, right. again, I used to box back in the day. All right, we'll have to have a whole episode on that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see you in the ring. Um, I'll fly to Miami just to root you on when you're ready to. Uh, oh fight. no, I don't box. I'm not. I don't have a plan to box people. I just like to go to boxing <laughs> just, class. Just bags. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so. How can someone be something but not identify like, or let's just use it. So like, how can someone be intersex, but not identify in the LGBTQAI space? So some people um, who are intersex, they don't feel like a lot of times LGBTQ is identified with your sexuality, although Mm. that's also a misconception because it also has to do with your gender identity. But with intersex people, some of them feel like, well, I'm not gay and I'm not trans. I'm intersex. I'm not a part of this acronym. I, this has nothing to do with my sexuality and nothing ha- has nothing to do with my gender identity, but rather it has to do with just how I was actually physically born. So I'm finding more people who are intersex are feeling more connected with the LGBTQAI plus community. Um, but again, you can't assume that because someone's intersex, they are like all for and it, it feel they're connected to the LGBT community. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. It's like, if you like baseball, that doesn't mean you're automatically a Cubs fan. Right. Sure. Right. You, well, you know, if that it's analogy like... works for you. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also saying that everyone has to fit into a box. Right. Which isn't Mm -hmm. accurate. Like you can choose to put yourself in the box if you want to. Right. If we just call the the if we call the letters that we're talking about the box. Right. Totally. Totally. Just be like, I'm over here living my life. I don't need to associate with the box type thing. Right. Right. It's a good point. So, um, okay, so that's how you can kind of do that or be in there. Um, Okay, so now we talked about I think that we should also just kind of touch on even, I mean, I think most people know what transgender is. Transgender, just the basic understanding is you are assigned at birth a specific sex, meaning like for me, I'm considered AFAB, which is, means assigned female at birth. It's another acronym. Um, and that, and I identify as a guy, a man. So although I was born one, I identify as the other. So an appropriate way to communicate with someone like you would be, so you're assigned female at birth and now you are, um, rec, no, not what would be now. Now you just recognize yourself as a man. Right. right. So it would be the, like, kind of the most appropriate way, I think, to say that if you were talking to someone else, right, and I wasn't there, <laughs> and they were like, oh, Aiden, like, what's up with Aiden, right? Someone's like, Got so it. what's going on with it? Like, what's up with Aiden? You'd be like, oh, well, he's transgender, 
And yep. and they say, oh, what does that mean? You'd be like, well, that means he's assigned female at birth, but he is a man. Okay. So that's Pause. how you would say it. Right, because if I'm so talking like, to you, you're just a man. Not right. just a man, but yeah, sorry. Right, but, right. Yeah, got it. No, it's, again, it's all fine. Like, it's okay to not get it all right. I think that, like, because the problem is, is that people try to get it all right, and then they're afraid because they're like, oh, my gosh, what if I right. get it wrong? And it's like, I get I get shit wrong all the time. It's fine. I think it's it's about the intention. As long as once you get it wrong, you go, oh, shit, my bad. Okay. And then you correct it. It's fine. Just move on. Right? Yeah. And I also, like, I'd like to say, I think there's a, there's a space to make mistakes. And then we come across, this is not just, like, in the LGBTQ community. This is also, like, cisgender people, right? We make a mistake, and then we get, there's, like, trauma that's associated with a mistake in a way from interaction mm. with one person type thing, right? Like we, we all have trauma we've experienced in our lives, depending on what that is. So I think what I've heard previously is like, if, if like there's a group of women and a, and somebody like me says, okay, see you later guys. And then you just get like, we're not men. We are women, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. a very intense, aggressive approach to it. It, it can, it like sets it up for like a failure the next time that happens. Right. In that way mm-hmm. or correcting it. So I think it's, and it's okay to make the mistakes and screw up. Like right now, I, I mean, Aiden's talking about things that I'm not sure the proper way to approach or talk about it. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. open to learning around it. Um, right. Yeah. But I mean, and, and I think also just remembering that let's say you messed up someone's pronoun. So yeah pronoun he him she her they them and you mess it up and they go actually it's he him and you maybe she heard them right you're like oh that's what she said and they're like actually it's he and then if that person gets really upset right and it's just like kind of goes off on you i think you just have to remember that you're not the first second third fourth probably 15th person who's messed up their pronoun before and that it's not necessarily just you Right. That set them off. It's like a, a cascading effect of like everyone else who's messed it up before and how frustrated they are that nobody could see them for who they are. So, you know, I think when you have someone do that, just like just let them kind of go off and then try your best to remember, like, this is not about me. Like, this is not about me. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm trying to do my best yeah. and and kind of take it from there. So, um, OK, so now we'll talk a little about. Um, let's, the other thing, like we talked a lot about intersex. I'm, I, I'm going to say it again and keep saying it. Like I'm not the greatest mm-hmm. dictionary in intersex. So like Google it, fo- follow some people on Instagram and you'll learn all about it. Um, there's a lot to learn and it's great. The, oh, the one thing I was trying to say is that I believe it's 2% of the population is intersex. Um, it's like one in every something some lower number than you think the same thing with red hair they're like if as many times that's a lot of a comparison it's like as many times as you see a red-haired person is as many intersex people there are which makes you which to me when i learned that i was like wow like i see a lot of red-haired people throughout my day it is not super uncommon to run in and like see someone who's got red hair um so that's kind of the analogy that they use is like same amount of People are intersex, those red hairs, redheaded people. Um, I mean, you might have even had you might have even had sex with an intersex person, but you didn't know because mm. it, it's not what everyone thinks. Which is like, you know, I think technically, 
everyone, yeah, everyone thinks it's like, oh, they have a penis and a vagina. They've got both. And it's like, no, it's, that's really like very, I'm, I've been told that that's very rare, extremely rare. Um, okay. So that now is let's accurate. talk. I looked it up. It's 1.7% okay, of the population. Great. And yeah. red hair is about the same. So yeah. If right, you have red right. hair, it's super, you're, you're very gr- unique. Yeah. Green eyes is about 2% of the population. And we both have green eyes. Who? You and I. I don't have green you have, eyes. You have blue eyes? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know why I thought you had green eyes. Okay, mm-hmm. that's I fine. People think I have blue eyes, but I don't. Is it, are, um, are we canceling the podcast now? Yeah, I guess so. We I thought that we were green hair. <laughs> I thought we were very, you know, straight up uh, American white boys, no. <laughs> green eyed white guys, you know. Um, okay, so... Uh, we've got queer. So if you don't know what queer is, queer is just a really broad ass term. It could really mean anything under the LGBT community. Uh, like I identify as queer. And one reason I identify as queer is because people are like, oh, well, aren't you straight? Because now you're a man and you're attracted to women or female presenting people, which is true. Um, and I always joke that like, I've, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't straight before I transitioned and I'm not straight now because I don't, I've just never been straight. I've grew up my whole life being a lesbian. And then just because I transitioned now I'm straight, which to me just doesn't feel true. Um, so I just identify as queer because it's like, you know, I'm monogamous anyway, so I'm not hooking up with other people. Um, and I'm married. And so I, Straight just doesn't feel right. I just like, I don't, I feel better at a gay bar than a straight bar. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not straight. I'm queer, but queer is just very broad. It can mean anything. It literally could mean anything under the umbrella. It just means that like, Hey, I'm queer, which means I am not straight. <laughs> like, yes, so whatever that it. means to that person. Um, then uh, we have the other things I want to talk about. It's more about sexualities. So another word that's kind of transitioned is bisexual. So bisexual used to mean two mean meant meant like, yeah, like I, you know, am attracted to both men and women. Now bisexual has been transitioning itself um, from bisexual to pansexual. So pansexual means that you are attracted to people regardless of their gender identity. Meaning, um, I think in the past, bisexual used to be like, I don't date trans people. And pansexual was like, I date trans people. Um, and now people are, there's kind of a pushback on bisexual because it's like, uh, they say that it's got a little bit of transphobia in it because it's like, why wouldn't you date someone who's trans? If you date women, why wouldn't you date a trans woman? Um, so I, what I've found, what I've found, yeah, you see my response, because I've just found that it just depends on the person. It's like, I know bisexual people who date trans people, but I think it's a generational thing. They're also in their mid or later thirties and identify as bisexual. And then I know a lot of 20 sums who don't use the word bisexual, but use the word pansexual instead. So Mm. I just, I feel like, you know, just know that if it's pansexual or bisexual, like they're dating other people beside, they're not straight and they're not gay. They are dating all kinds of people. And then there's also something called that's coming up 
which is a much younger generation, I think. But I kind of identify with this in a lot of ways, which is demisexual. Have you heard of demisexual? I've heard of this, yes. So do you know what demisexual is? No, I don't. I remember we have, I don't want to say any names just because it's privacy issues, but this person was, they were introducing me to the demisexual. And then what happened was, is because they're younger, 19 or 18 years old, right? And they had a lot of acronyms that I had no clue of. It was like my conversation (laughs) was speaking like this, but it was acronym after acronym after acronym. And I was like, what is happening? And every single time I'd be like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? So I've been lost in the demisexual. That's something I've noticed in the younger generation kind of attaching to the, it's like being in business world too. People just start naming off acronyms in this way. Right. And we lose people right. because it's like, I don't know what that means. Right. So, right. Uh, right. But go ahead. Yeah. Demisexual. So, a demisexual is somebody who f- becomes sexually attracted only after there is a romantic attraction. So, their sexual sexuality kind of gets turned on when they start to fall in love with somebody or when they start to build relationship with someone. So a demisexual means like, I'm not going to be finding you on Tinder or some app at Tinder or Grindr and like hooking up with you. That's not, they're not one night stand people. They're like, if we're going to have sex, it's because I have a romantic attraction to you. I'm falling in love with you or I am in love with you. Got it. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. So it's not yeah. a I fall in love. What is it? What's that saying? First love at first sight. Uh, I mean, maybe they could have love at first sight, but it's not. But I'm gonna not fuck at first sight. Sex. Gotcha. Okay. It's not. A it's sexual... really the opposite. All right. right. Got it. Yep. Because I think in today's world, it's a lot more like, oh yeah, like hey, we, they're coming over to have sex. Like it's clear. Like that's what's happening. Yes. You know what I mean? But they would not be doing that. So I think a lot of times, I think demisexuals started coming up because in that younger generation, dating online, dating through Tinder and Grinder and all of these apps. I don't, those are the only two I know because I don't use them. So I always Bumble. Okay, Bumble. Right. Match. So like dot com. There we go. All right. So you right. know what were the well, other I feel ones? Like is Match.com like a hookup app though? Because you know, Tinder I don't think and, as much as Tinder and Grinder are kind of like, yeah, we fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what that communication is, um, at least to my understanding. So I think that's why it started coming up because that's a lot more common now, and younger generations are using it and growing up with it. And I think that they want people to know, like, I'm demisexual. Like, I'm not just going to hook up with you. Um, so. I feel like I feel like I relate to that and I probably would have used it as a kid because the only people I've ever had sex with were people I was in a committed relationship mm. with. Like I've never had a one night stand or even like a hookup and then like, you know, hung out two times and that was it. It was always like, I'm in love with this person. You know what I mean? I love them, you know? Um, so, yeah. all right, cool. So we've gone through LGBTQ, non-binary, gender versus sex, cisgender, pronouns, pansexual, bisexual, demisexual, asexual. I don't think we talked about non-binary. All right, let's hit that one. Um, yep. So non-binary, I did talk a little bit, but we can get a little more into it. So as I said earlier, is you have male and female. And a lot of people think non-binary just means in the middle, which means like maybe they're androgynous. So androgynous means 
you know, they look, they could look male, but they could look female. Like they could kind of go mm-hmm. either way. Um, oddly enough, a lot of uh, non-Victoria's Secret models that are women are very androgynous. If you actually flip through a Vogue, they, they're very, they've got. It's, it's very true. Yeah, they're, they've kind of got this androgynous yeah. look. Um, so non-binary is also not androgynous. So you could. Non-binary just literally means they do not identify as a male nor a female, and however they're showing up is how they show up, period. Um, non-binary could be people who are um, who decide to take hormone replacement therapy, meaning that you know they are using other hormones that are opposite of how their body produces hormones. So I my body produced estrogen and I took hormone replacement therapy, which was testosterone and is testosterone. Um, so they can present in many different ways. Um, but they still identify as non-binary. So even if you might have what looks like a guy in front of you, if they say they're non-binary, then they want to use pronouns like they and them, not he or him. So that's a big, that's why you have to sometimes you know, most times if you're in front of like asking pronouns is important because just because what you see is not what you're going to always get when it comes to that. And what I found also, again, in the younger generation is a lot of non-binary, a lot of cisgender people are starting to identify as non-binary. And I, I feel like in my mind, I feel like people are just trying to get away from the stereotypical guy and the stereotypical girl and they want to create like their own being. And so by not going by she or her or he or him, you almost like, I think it trips the categorization of like, oh, this is a boy. So let me get them trucks and this or that, like just all those stereotypes or, oh, this is a girl. So let me assume that they're going to really want this pink thing. And I think mm-hmm. um, they're identifying as they, them, or also known as non-binary because it just people are just tired of being like categorized in all of these old ways um, and old associations. So I think as you get younger in the generation that you're speaking to, you're going to encounter more non-binary people. So, okay. So we're kind of going through all of them. I think the la- one of the last ones, and Mike, if you have any that you're curious about, happy to talk about. But I think one of the last ones I'd like to talk about is something that was kind of going, um, was kind of more popular with and is kind of fading out, but still very much here, which is the term TERF. Have you ever heard of TERF? A TERF? Probably not in the definition that you're about to explain to it. Okay, well, not T-U-R-F, so not like your golf turf. That's what I've heard of, turf. Yes. Okay, yeah, this is T-E-R-F. And turf started becoming really popular with J.K. Rowling. When J.K. Rowling? 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 However you say R- it. Rowling. Is it Rowling? Rowling. Rowling? Rowling? Sure. Um, I'm not... I have nothing against Harry Potter. I've just never... I've never... That's... No, neither of I think. Um, we are two non Harry Potter. Yeah, people are like, you, you see Harry Potter? Like, or, and I'm like, no. And they're like, yeah. oh, so not I. Um, okay, so pretty much turf came about, has been around, but it means trans exclusionary radical feminist, which means 
that you do not see trans women as women and you do not include them in women's spaces, nor do you include them in the, you know, feminist mindset of like equality and bringing up women. They are not, they're excluded. They are not in. So this is people are doing like, Yes, so people can identify as a TERF, and I bring it up because within the transgender community, it's something that we encounter a lot of. Um, A lot of times, TERFs also don't recognize, like, someone like myself as a man, and they Mm -hmm. see it as, like, I'm a woman, and I've butchered my body, and I've given into the system that is oppressive, and I just, you know, like, you know, I've, I've given into the system. Um, and just become a man because that was like being a, you know, feminist, butchy woman who doesn't shave her legs and lets her facial hair grow out if she has any, and like would have been more radical and like really been feminist to fight the system of oppression that women suffer under, um, which is just, you know, not, which was what I was already doing in a lot of ways. Yep. Um, so it's been, they would say that you took the easy way out. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways. Yep. And that I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm not. I'm aiding in the oppression of women. Right. By saying okay. that like men are better, and I just became a man because they're cooler or something. Um, yeah. And so yeah, turfs are pretty. They're radical. They're very radical. Um, you've seen a lot of. I brought up JK Rowling because Rowling, um, because she kind of without saying it is a turf because she doesn't think that trans women are women. So, um, which is interesting. So I think, I think there's a lot of just trauma in women. So when they see someone born a man, like born male, then identifying as a woman and then transitioning into a woman, I think they feel like unsafe because they have trauma mm. from men, cisgender men who are born a man, like born male, born right? male. Yep. Yeah. And so they kind of just, I think it's hard for them to disassociate the trauma they felt with these cis men as opposed to these trans women. Um, so not that I have. That's a, that's a good insight. Yeah, I mean, I I have like a little smidgen of compassion, but I also have not much compassion at all because they're just really mean people. They are just really mean, um, and not just to trans women, but to trans. I had a turf go after me when I first transitioned. Um, would dead name me, you know? Tried to throw my wife under. Um, because she has an MSW and was trying to get her MSW, like her, her license, like getting her license revoked and stuff. Um, so it was not fun and very scary when I was super younger and first coming out, but, um, yeah, they're not nice people. So yeah, we don't hang out with those people. So you just said, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, that was my list. Dead naming. You just said dead naming. Oh, great. So yeah, we can that's talk a good about one. that. So that's a good one. Yeah. And that is basically, I should, I, maybe we should have reversed yeah, tell this me. where I try to explain to you. What yeah, I love are. that. Go um, ahead. It's basically using your previous name. So you were assigned a name at birth. 
Correct. And if I started calling you, which I don't, maybe I don't know what your that name was, right? It wasn't. Mm-hmm. So if I started calling you by that name, then that was what is be calling dead naming. Right. Is that correct? Right. Yep. So dead naming is some people identify with dead naming. Some people don't. Um, I find people who have a lot of trauma from when they were living as that older name use the word dead naming because they literally just want to be like they're dead to me. Like that person is not here. Um, I don't I have I don't feel any kind of way like if people use dead name, that's fine. I personally usually use my birth name. That's usually the word birth the words name. language yeah. I use is my birth name because like, yeah, I, I also transitioned at an older age. I was 21, 22. So I'm like, if I just like erase 21 years of my life um, and that really made me who I was like right. being raised as a woman made me a very different kind of man. Um, so, so I use birth name. So dead name, birth name, both things um, don't ask someone what right. their birth name was not appropriate. Um, it's just not, you know, I, I don't know if this is the best analogy, but it's like if you know someone got divorced, right? And they're like, oh, what was your name when you got divorced? It's like, why do you care? Like, this person doesn't want to talk yeah, about a good person. the yeah. name of who this other person, you know, usually this other guy who, like, now they're divorced from. Like, just leave it alone. It's not really needed. And many times I have met people who have heard my birth name um or or they met me as who i am and then they learned i was transgender and then all of a sudden they're like sheing me mm. or hurrying me or and i'm just like what happened like you've never met me as presenting as a woman and now you're sheing me um so it's interesting how that kind of flips sometimes um any other words that was a good one. Dead well, I, good I, one. I just happened to be, I mean, can we talk about names that, well, I know we said at the beginning, we didn't want to use things, but there's like, I'm reading this book was written by a trans woman and she's mm-hmm. using things that we used to use when we were in the past. Right. And yeah. So it's, it's like where I don't know. Like, I think it might be helpful to be like, why don't we use words like that anymore? Okay. And if yeah, you find so, it offensive or you could just, I, it is a, probably offensive, but I think there was some explanation yeah. reading. Cause I was reading this book and I was like, why, where, where did that go? You know? And like, it's like, why isn't that used anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. So we'll just like preface this with just like, we're going to use some words that you probably like, you should not be using if you're cisgender. And honestly, even trans people um, probably should be aware of using this language around certain people. Um, Cause some people find it okay. And some people don't. So an example, um, tranny, yep. tranny is a word that is more of a slur than it is, you know, not. Um, I think that, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race is amazing. And some of it was a little, you know, iffy as a lot of drag queens used to, I hope that it's a used to, used to use the word tranny. Um, It's just like a slur. It's just like, you know, how, you know, people use like, like the word faggot is kind of some people reclaim it. And they're like, yeah, I'm a fag. I'm a faggot. But like you as a not as a straight person can't be like, oh, yeah, they're a fag Mm -hmm. because it's a slur. It's not appropriate for you to use. Like I wouldn't use the word fag or faggot because I don't identify as gay. But it was a slur that was used to me when I was younger. 
So since I've kind of transitioned out of being an LGB or really just a lesbian or gay person and identify as transgender, I don't use that word anymore. It's not appropriate for me to use. Um, so tranny is something that was a slur. So people are like, oh, tranny, right? So that's why we don't use that word. You might find trans people using it as a joke within themselves. Like, you know, they might like joke around while they're out, you know, like, um, but again, it's like a, a reclamation right. of the word, which is being right used by rather that than circle, like they're actually using it, which doesn't give cis people right. the right to use it as well. Right. So I think it's Correct. something to, Correct. if, if I really enjoyed watching RuPaul's Drag Race, which we have with the kids and stuff, but it doesn't mean just because they're saying something on TV that now I can just go out and start calling people all this stuff. It's like allows me to be like, what, what's, right. what does that mean? Or why is that you type thing? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, and then transvestite yep. is another word, which is, it's just an old term. Um, and I think transvestite kind of would be interplayed with hermaphrodite also, um, which again is that concept that you have like both. It, it's just so focused oh, on your genitals. It. It's like, oh, like, do they have a penis? Do they have a vagina? Do they have both? Do they have a mix? Um, and a lot of times transvestite was used also in the terminology of like, uh, like sexual predator type language. So people would say, oh, a transvestite. Um, also, another word that would that had a lot of negative connotation mm -hmm. is uh, transsexual. Now, some people do identify as transsexual. So it, again, something you shouldn't use and shouldn't use for other people until they tell you it is a definitely super, super less, like I would say the 2%, like 2% of trans people identify as transsexual. It's a very old term. I grew up not using the word transsexual because it sexualized our transness when our transness has nothing to do with sexuality. And it really has all to do with our gender identity. Now, the people who use transsexual, I find them, they use it because the word trans itself Transition. means yep. to move from one to the other. Yes, exactly. So some people who use transsexual, they're like, well, that's what from I did. One like, gender to I moved from one, one sex to the other sex because they have surgery. Usually transsexual is revolved around some type of surgery. It's not always bottom surgery. Um, so it's, again, like I just don't use it unless someone says like, someone will tell you to, if you're like, oh, they're transgender. They'll be like, no, I'm transsexual. And you'd be like, oh, okay. They're transsexual. <laughs> that's how you would handle that situation. Like that's it. No, um, I, that definitely. Any other that's words? That's what I was thinking. Cause the book I was reading was talking about, they said transvestite and then transsexual in that. So that's what I was. Yeah. But I think tranny that right. I don't, I've never actually heard that. So that's a, that's a new one, which I will not be yeah. using. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's right. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. very like, it's just a slur. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, so yeah. So all of these words are things that I hope, some people got educated on. And if you don't, like, if I didn't give an explanation that you feel clear right. about, Google, hello, hi. Yeah, DuckDuckGo, Google. Google or what do you use? DuckDuckGo. Yeah. Like, whatever whatever search engine you use, you can just look it up. And the, you will find uh, many, many, many different things. 
my best advice when you really want to learn something is like find the people who are talking about it. Like reading stuff is awesome, but like just follow some people on Instagram or wherever you follow people, Twitter, like, and you'll hear and learn about yeah. what that. And means I've to definitely be started doing identity. this since you and I have um, started talking. Is like following more trans people over the past two years, and I mean, for I'll speak for myself, but it's just like I've noticed sometimes I'm like I feel uncomfortable reading this information, and then like, what's that about? You know, or. Or, but it's been very informative as mm. well to follow a variety of people because then I started learning things and things not to say or things that I've said previously or how to reframe mm -hmm. those. And for that, I mean, I just like give myself a little compassion with it instead of feeling like I have to be correct on everything all the time. And that's literally, it's impossible, right? The perfection is impossible. It'll never happen. Um, so I just like as things are evolving and transitioning with the words and language that we're using, is just honor that perspective that we're going through because it's not new, mm -hmm. right? Like changing language, changing words. That's something we've been doing since we've been humans. Mm -hmm. Right, forever. Yeah. People act like it's not, but it is very. It's always been like my best example is like fat. When I was growing right. up, fat with a pH meant that you were cool and hot. Like, oh, nah, yeah, that girl's fat. And it's like, if you say, if I was walking and was like, hey, girl, you fat, people would be like, what? Yeah, pH. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. like right? I'd be like, no, with a pH, with a pH. Like, I want to make it clear with a pH, you know? Um, and like, the last thing I'll say before we end the podcast is like, I have, like, when it comes to pronouns, because I feel like a lot of people, pronouns is one of the bigger things that people get nervous about i have messed up people's pronouns society has taught us that when people look a certain way and we don't even it's not a conscious thing you just automatically like oh yeah he said and then they're like actually aiden like that's a she like they go by that's she her name is rebecca and it's a she and i'm like oh shit okay i'm so sorry she and i just correct myself like it is just because I'm trans doesn't mean that I don't mess people's pronouns up. Like it is just, it's embedded into the DNA of our culture to assign people male or female, mm -hmm. he or she. So it's, it's based on how they look mostly. So it's, to it's fine. It's fine. Like it's fine. <laughs> just, just relax. It's fine. No, it, it's um, okay. Cool. I think it's so great advice because there is what, well, what happens like, like even just like physically in breath. my body it's, when stuff like this goes up, it's, it's fine, like it's fine. you start to tighten, right? And then you start to shrink, and then you start to be like, okay, now I can't say anything because now I'm afraid I'm going to mess everything yeah. up. And then it's like this, which I'm sure people feel in a variety of ways, not just about pronouns, but just right. in life in many situations, right? So it's noticing in that moment right. where it's like, okay, let me relax. Like I'm going to make a mm -hmm. mistake. Things are going to mess up. Mm -hmm. I might offend somebody, but it's like apologizing is better than, right. It's like the, mm -hmm. it's very easy to fix in that way where you can apologize, be like, yo, I totally messed up. I, I'm, I'll work mm -hmm. on that to do better. Right. And so, yeah, the relaxation, it's good advice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just don't emphasize your apology. Just apologize once and move on. It doesn't have to, like, because then you're just giving more attention to it. And it's like, I always say it like this. If you feel awkward, the person that you just mis, like, used, misgendered feels a billion times more awkward 
Okay, because this is and this is what they feel on the daily. So your your blimp of awkwardness in your day is like large, large parts of their life. So like have compassion for them and just get over it. Like that's that's really what it comes down to. So um, cool. So thanks everyone. I thought this would be short, but here you are. You know, almost like forty seven minutes in. I appreciate everyone for sticking around and learning. That's what this podcast is all about. And uh, as I learn and Mike learns. You all learn, and we're happy to have you here. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast where you can hear some more of this language that you've learned today in our future episodes. Um, you can go ahead, leave us a review if you're excited, and we're happy to lean some advice and education. So appreciate you, and we'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs>